0: God, I heard what you said in, in preparation. But God, we all need to hear you now in presentation. Move by your spirit. Send an anointing that makes preaching easy but effective. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Come on, get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. <music>
1: and you just say let the church say yes say yes let the church say yes oh God say yes lift your voice and say yes all the surrendered people
0: God today. Woo! Come on, Mark. God's who, Chapter 9.
1: Oh, 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 yeah.
0: is our assignment. All month long, we have been in a series entitled crazy faith. In case you missed it, the theme of the year, and we're going to get the, all of the signs are going up, the new outdoor sign, the new indoor sign. The theme for our church this year, and I hope you apply it to your own life is uninhibited faith. I'm taking the limits off my faith. So, we wanted to start a series off, start the year off with a series entitled Crazy Faith. And I probably should have put this message somewhere else. Maybe the second one. But I want to close out this series with this message and hopefully it pulls everything together. Mark 9 verse number 14 is where we're going to begin. So glad to see all of your faces here again to our social media audience. We greet you in the name of Jesus. Please ma'am and sir share this video. Mark 9 verse 14 says and when he came To his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning with them. And straightway, all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? One of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son which has a dumb spirit. Whosoever he taketh him, he teareth him and he foameth and gnashes with his teeth and pineth away. And I spake to the disciples that they should cast him out and they could not. He answered him and said, "O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring the boy to me. And brought him unto him And when he saw him straightway, the spirit tear him and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. He asked his father, God, this blessed me this morning. He asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said of a child and oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, Have compassion and help us. Jesus said unto him, the if is not on me. Try it again. The if is not on me. He said, if you can believe all things, I don't have no, I I need a faith church. If you can just got to calm down. If you can
1: just believe God.
0: All things are possible to him that believe. Verse 24 sums up. It's the whole sermon. He said in straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Wait, don't shout. Cause here's the ugly part. But here's my part. This is the part we don't shout off this. Church get quiet. I'ma see how many, how many real people I got in here. He said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelievable. You see? You see? You see? See the room is shifting now. See that's the part I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about nothing else this year before I deal with I'm not. We can't go no further till we deal with that line. On one side I believe but God I need you to help my my unbelief. The word of the Lord is blessed. I would have preached this. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth, Jeff. Can you please come get this thing? Who oh, I don't even know why I put it on. Good God, mighty. What y'all got the heat on? Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give me a minute. I, I really wanted to preach this uh, last week. I want but you know, I'm so nerdy. Lazaric, and I be wanting to try to find a cute title. The cute title didn't come. It really didn't. I tried to. I was like we gone. Yeah, nothing worked. Nothing, nothing worked. I said so we're going to just use a two word title and I think it's going to help us deal with this text and that is shaky faith. Like it. <laughs> yes, That's it. On, I like that. We're going to talk about shaky faith. Shaking, liable to break down or give way, insecure, not to be depended upon. Faith, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. The oxymoronic definition of shaky faith is confidence that cannot be depended upon due to its liability to break down or give way. Shaky faith in an airplane, I get it because they have fallen out the air. Shaky faith in a car, I get that too. They'll stop on you. Shaky faith in people, totally understandable because them jokers will turn on you. But shaky faith in God, he's the only being that has been tested and proven to be unfailing even though God is unfailing, at times, faith can become shaky. So the question now is, why does your faith become shaky? Your faith gets shaky because you increase the potency of the situation. Your faith in God did not get shaky. Your faith got shaky. Let's prove it. In the 14th chapter of Matthew's gospel, you find the story of Peter walking on water. Peter asks Jesus to bid him or to allow him to come to him walking on the water. Jesus responds saying come. Peter steps out of the boat onto the water and starts to walk. As Peter is walking on water, the wind began to misbehave the text says it became boisterous Matthew 14 30 and 31 reads but when he saw the wind boisterous he was afraid and began to sink he cried saying Lord save me and immediately stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him O thou of little faith wherefore did thou doubt? As Jesus is pulling Peter out of the water, he asked Peter, why did you doubt? He did not say, why did you doubt me? He asked, why did you doubt? Peter's doubt wasn't related to Jesus. Go slow. Peter changed the aim of his faith. Peter's faith was aimed at Jesus when he asked him to allow him to walk on water. When the wind became unruly, Peter aimed his faith at the wind. Preach our reads. Peter increased the potency of the wind. How? When he gave the wind more power than Jesus. Nothing thank you because they miss me he did that by changing the aim of his faith from the savior to the storm when you give your storm more power than the savior you sink in what you were once standing on I'm going to do that line again I'm going to do that line again because if you have never I'm going to do that line again this line is going to mess you up Listen, listen to the line again When you give your storm more power than the savior, you sink in what you were standing on. Still nothing. So so you missed it. So let me go and do it. Peter was standing on the water. He's standing on the water. That's a sign of authority. Peter was operating in God level authority but sank under human level pressure. when you are operating in God level authority when pressure is applied you got to remain in faith trusting the one in whose authority you're operating in if you was in flesh then I would be nervous too but Jesus said walk on the water how you gonna sink when Jesus is the one that gave you the authority to do the thing you're doing that you couldn't done if he hadn't said so preach Alphandria Jesus said walk on the water ain't no storm big enough to sink you when Jesus said as long as I gave you the authority let the winds blow nothing is going to sink you I, I feel like hollering up in here look at your neighbor and tell him I'm not doing this in my own strength if Jesus said it can't nothing sink me My bad. It's just page one. Don't y'all hype me. Here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. Like with Peter, there's a part of us that shifts to doubt under a heightened level of pressure. Proverbs 3 and 5 says trust in the Lord with what's the word all. Jeff Davis would take that and, his, and preach a sermon and call it all means all and that's all all means Jeff that's the last time I'm gonna give you credit for that because I like it all means all and that's all all means. so when the Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart that means that should not be an opening for doubt preach Alvarez. the conundrum here is This is what you want to do, but then there's a part of you that refuses to cooperate what he said: You want to give God total trust, but then there's that part of you that finds it difficult to trust, especially under pressure. This is the premise of the text. A father's son is possessed. He takes his son to the men of God who are followers or better students of Jesus. They couldn't help him. Jesus rebuked them for insufficient faith. Jesus looked at the boy, talked to what's in him, told him to come out. It comes out, end of story. Now I want to take a close look to see what it is God wants us to get out of this. Watch me. Let's walk through Jeff. At the opening of this chapter, Jesus takes his inner circle, Peter, James, and his brother John to the top of and, and that great Mount Tabor better known as the mountain of transfiguration it is called this uh, because this is what took place that day on the top of the mountain jesus was transfigured The, the word transfigured means to change in appearance and luke's gospel 9 and 29 says that the appearance of his face was altered a simply a simple meaning of this is jesus is shifted into another level of glory and that shift was written all over his face. I did that on purpose. Y'all played me. This is significant because it is at this moment that the revelation is given as to who Jesus is because when while they're on the mountaintop, God speaks and says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. His life and ministry is validated by God. Oh, I can do so much right there. There was so much to unpack here, but let me drop a nugget or two. First, Jesus takes with him his inner circle. He has 12 disciples. Out of the 12, he's got an inner circle of three, Peter, James, and John. Okay, Ladies, you can sign off for a minute. I'm going to talk to the brothers. As a man, you got to become comfortable. You got to be secure in your manhood to follow another man. I'm talking to the brothers, too many ladies talking. The same for y'all, gentlemen. You do not lose your manhood or your masculinity because you chose to submit to the leading of another man. Let me put, let me, let me prove it. I submitted to a man named Reverend Terrell Branks. He pulled a musician out of me. I submitted to Pastor Ira Ackery. He pulled the preacher out of me. I submitted to Pastor James Meeks. He pulled the visionary out of me. I submitted to Bishop Tavis Lane Grant II. He pulled the bishop out of me. I submitted to a Mr. James Adlam. He pulled the businessman out of me. I submitted to Bishop Victor Cousins. He's pulling the intercessor out of me. What you can't do though is just follow anybody. Ladies, y'all back in? Because you gotta follow somebody that won't be intimidated by what you possess. That will constantly cover you in prayer and make sure you become everything you are created to be that part second here's a whole house i'm gonna say this i'm gonna see if y'all if if y'all gonna feel me be comfortable with the idea of having an inner circle thank you eric i don't know i don't know i don't know if y'all like that or not because maybe you think i'm giving you permission to be petty or shady Jesus had twelve. Three was his inner circle. And if I can just write something down that, that I didn't write and only one was there at the cross. What? Y'all really gonna do me like this this? I'm gonna do it again. He had twelve disciples. Three in the inner circle. Only one was at the cross. So that means only one gonna go with you but, Oh, look how y'all playing me well, uh, Only one gonna be that when it really matters I will, Okay, somebody ought to just think about your one and tell God Thank you for my one God, can you bless me for my one God, I, re- I need you to bless that one that was with me at the cross Bless that one when I was broke Bless that one that, 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 that picked me up when I was down Bless that one, you know, that hooked me up and didn't tell nobody Bless that one that went half on my rent Bless But but can I I flip it back on you? You need to thank God for the times you were the one. You need to learn how to thank God for giving you what God. Thank you for blessing me to be able to be the one somebody needs. Lord, I'm nursing. I I wish Tika was here so she can shout with me. You need to thank God that at at least that time God made you somebody's solution. Okay, Can, Can we keep going? Jesus had 12 disciples out of the 12, three are in his inner circle. He's on the top of the mountain being validated by his father. Only your inner circle can handle it when your name is called and all they can do is stand there. Your inner circle does not include those that secretly want to be you I'm just, y'all got to go past that. Wonder why it's you. In their heart thinking, they are just as good as you. Your inner circle are those that know that there's something unique about what God is doing in your life and is excited to be part of that because they know as God moves in your life, their lives going to be impacted just because they connected. Lord, have mercy in here. This takes me to the third thing. As the leader is shifting, As the leader is shifting, the expectation is that you are shifting with the leader. If you're not shifting with the leader, either the leader is not making a deposit in your spirit or you are rejecting the deposit. Whenever you reject the deposit, when it's time for you to operate in your assignment, you will not be fruitful. Now tell me me. me what's happening in the text. This is what happened with the disciples. As Jesus and his inner circle are returning from the top of the mountain, they encounter what seems to be a war of pettiness and clapbacks. Jesus wants to know what's going on, so he asks the scribes, why y'all all at my boys? Point number one, well, because of shameful failure pick me up at the 17th verse and one of the multitudes answered and said master I have brought unto thee my son which has a dumb spirit wherever he taketh him he teareth him he foams at the mouth and gnashes with his teeth he pines away and I spake to your boys that they should cast him out that should relates to ability and then he said but they could not first let's talk about what's happening to the boy I'm about to mess up Many theologians refer to this as an epileptic epileptic, epileptic seizure. Look at the word seizure. By definition, it is the action of capturing someone or something using force. The enemy had captured the mind of this boy, causing him to act outside of his own power and will. The father concluded that if medicine can't help him, the men of God ought to be able to bring resolution to this. But the father says to Jesus, I spoke to your disciples that they should cast them out and they could not. Fast forward to verse number 28. The disciples did make an attempt to cast out or drive out what had taken up residence in the mind of this young man. But they could not uh, and it was a shameful failure on their part. It is an indictment on the church. When the church is expected to be the church, and fails in their assignment. Whether we know it or not, the world expects the church to serve as an answer. No, the church doesn't have all the answers, but what it can do and should do, the world is expecting us to do that. Don't be upset at the world. They are right to have an expectation of us. You expected Dr. J to dunk. You expected Michael Jordan to give us 40. You expect Steph Curry to shoot our lights out. You expect LeBron to whine. So why can't the church be expected to do her part? The disciples failed to do what they had been taught God from Zion and him can't expect you if you ain't been trained, but you hanging with Jesus. I know you know how to speak to a thing and say, come up out of there. Because it's the mind of an individual that the enemy is always after. I hope you didn't think I was going to just see that and walk past it. No, 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 no. If the enemy can get your mind. He got your life. If the enemy can get your mind, he got your family. If he can get your mind, he got your money. If he can get your mind, he got your job. If he can get your mind, he got your life. He got your future. Come on here. Somebody throw up your right hand, the hand of power. And of God, protect my mind. God, do it whatever you got to do, God. Keep me from being used in my mind, buddy. If you can get your mind, he got you. Y- y'all saw my post yesterday, and it was it, it, it was funny to me. What's up, Kels? Uh, what's up, bro? How you feeling? You doing good? Good to see you, man. Listen, listen. A-, a lot of people thought my post yesterday. Some people thought it was funny, but it really wasn't funny when I got the. Re- it was funny when the food came, but when the revelation came, that wasn't too funny to me, because I, I actually got a little disappointed in myself. Because I said, "How many times have you done this in your life?" Oh, you don't. Okay, that's probably why you don't grow because you don't check yourself. I love and hate checking myself. I love it because I know I'm gonna grow, but I hate it because for for about five minutes I gotta sit and soak. Going Al, why you going off on Al? Because Al need to do right. Al got too much in his future to still being tripped up by stuff you should already be getting over. So I wish you could have seen me For at that moment. It, and I didn't realize it till I got the food. I'm standing there when I should have been looking at the person taking my order. I'm looking at croissants sitting on to the side. Why? 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 It had nothing to do with what I wanted, especially when I was in my car going. Coffee and bagels sound good. I was in the car, in the car, in the car. You, you, you missed it. I, I, got, I got out of, left my house, got on 55. They had made me mad because somebody couldn't drive and had an accident. I said, now I can't go to the coffee shop I want to go to. So, now I'm really upset because I wanted to support the black-owned coffee shop, but I couldn't because I said, I'm not going to take the streetway over east. I'm not going to do that. So, I got off at 55, turned, and as I'm turning, headed headed to, towards Archer, I said, you know what? I'll go to the, to the to the lady over here. They got, that. They got good coffee. I, I got it over there. I called. I said, can we do indoor seating? She said, bring your Vax card. I said, got my Vax card, okay. So, I'm on my way, and I'm thinking, you know what? They got good bagels. Where am I? I'm on Cicero and Archer. So at Cicero and Archer, I said bagel and coffee. I'm driving to Harlem and Archer. I knew blocks away what I was going to get. I get to the counter. You're going to catch the revelation in a minute. Putting your eyes on something that ain't got nothing to do with what you want to eat. And I was still fine. Think P let me talk to you. you, you, I was still fine till I realized I don't I gotta pay for this. I gotta pay for ordering something I don't even want. It ain't even gonna be good. A croissant and and a, a croissant, wait a minute. A croissant and and what is what's the stuff called? Cream cheese? That's kinda nasty. So I gotta pay for nasty. (laughs) Nastiness costs you. Make me come down there if you want to. Cause you still gotta pay for it. it. And now, and now the bagel got an attitude because it's going, so I'm the replacement. What I'm saying is, when you allow stuff to jack up your mind, it's costly. So we got to be mindful daily to be praying, God, cover, keep my mind. Because it ain't the loss of my mind. It's what the loss of my mind will cause me to lose. So, so first we got shameful frustration because the disciples couldn't 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 cast him out. But now we got a savior's frustration. Shameful failure leads to the savior's frustration. Mm-hmm. Jesus had just returned from being shifted into another level of glory. He got to come back. To this, his disciples being unable to hold it down in his absence. Can I help you? In the year 2022, you need people in your life that can hold things down when you're not around. So, so, so let me go and give y'all, uh, give the team uh, a sneak preview of our meeting. When I'm not here, I'm here. Your behavior should be, he here. Oh, Lord, have mercy. If they can't hold it down, when you're not around us for two reasons, either they want to see you fail, or they don't have your heart. Because obviously, They missed Jesus. They missed him. Pick me up at verse 19. He's so frustrated. Look at the adjective he used. Faithless. Oh God. Call me a whole lot of stuff. but, But for the Lord to look at you and call you faithless? And the whole relationship is based on faith? How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer? Bring him to me. I'll do it myself. Yeah. Right? Your, your mama ever said that? Yeah. Just get out the way I do it myself. Yeah. 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 K-Roll, K- K- I wish you could see uh, Net Gray. Uh, go, go back with me, K-Roll. Use your imagination. See me 12 washing the dishes and AT coming there. Get out the way I wash it myself. Can you feel that, K-Roll? She's done that to me about five times. That's why I hate washing dishes. Get out the way I do it myself. And so I never said nothing because she was always nine feet taller than me. But in my mind, I'm going, well, you should have washed them in the first place. I'm grown now. I can say that, Jason. i am got my own crib now. I wish you would walk up on me. I got armor bearers. Well, they scared up with you. Never mind. So, 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 so Jesus said, bring them to me. Jesus is so frustrated, he calls them faithless. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Jesus refers to them as faithless. He is not pleased with them because they are not operating in faith. There's some revelation here. It frustrates God when we refuse to operate in faith. Uh Frustrates. Bishop Ivy Hilliard gave us an easy breakdown of faith. Thank God for Instagram. He said, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that are not seen. He says, faith is simply seeing what God says in his word and choosing to act on it. You can't get no simpler than that. When you choose not to act on the promises of God, you're choosing not to operate in faith. And when you choose not to operate in faith, you become faithless. And nothing happens outside the realm of faith. I'm going to preach in a minute. You you always come up short when you're operating outside of faith. Jesus is frustrated with them. He asked them, how long shall I be with you? In other words, the time is going to come when I will be physically separated from you. What you going to do then? Will the needs of the people go unmet because I'm not here? Before before I, when I get through preaching and I leave, I say, give like I'm still here. I really shouldn't have to tell you to, to just keep giving because I'm not the one receiving the offering. I got to go to work. So because the pastor's not standing here, you're not going to give? So you're going to miss your own blessing because I had to go to work. What kind of, Immature church is that who doing that? I don't care who receiving the offering, they could put the baby up here. I'm giving because I'm not giving to him, I'm giving because God said so, using the church as the conduit. Oh, Lord have mercy! Y'all got quiet. I, are you understanding what I'm saying? But but we do this pastor ain't coming ain't no word no you don't know that you don't know that you don't know know what they are gonna say they may not deliver it like me they ain't supposed to they ain't me I'm not training these preachers to be little owls that would be boring I got nothing like my children I don't train them to be a little me no, I identify who they are and then help them to be everything that they are. Yeah. Right. AJ Nervis was some man, both my my, my parents preach. I'm, I'm a preacher. Who told you that? Anybody told you you was going to preach? Neither my mama or daddy is a preacher, but I am. Right. Right. For National Siblings Day, they put up a picture of all my siblings. I said, Lord, ain't a preacher in there but me. Not a not even a choir member. That's because when God called me, it wasn't a Zoom meeting. He called me. Y'all ain't saying nothing. He called me, so I'm not expecting you. Uh, even 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 when I get married, I'm not expecting her to say yes to my calling. You ain't gotta go. I'm going. Now I do expect you to pray for me and cover me. You, you understand? And respect what I do because you can't come up in here and turn stuff upside down. Girl, don't, don't you get shot in this church. Mama Bear made it clear, whoever it is Bishop, what they not going to do is come in here and stop us from loving you. Because we love our pastor. I said your pastor loves you. So you're going to have to love them like I love them. Can't come in here worried about who looking at me. I don't care who looking at me. They should look. I'm hot. That part I can't help. I'm like Jessica Rabbit. I was just drawing this way. Laugh. Y'all been too quiet too long. That's not the issue. It it, it ain't who liking me. It's who I'm liking. As long as I ain't liking nobody, we is good. Look at the saints sitting there there looking. Y'all come on back now. Jesus asked him, how long should I pull up with you? That's the question. How long should I put up with your lack of faith? This is the question I want to pose to you today. How long do you expect God to put up with your lack of faith? Okay, let me make you feel better. God has it for you. Your faith is going to release it. I'm going to do that line again. I'll make you feel better. God has it for you. Your faith is going to release it. He's not withholding nothing from you. He's just waiting on your face to show up so we can give it to you. Will you please look at a neighbor and tell him faith is about to bring you some stuff. Find you another neighbor telling him your faith gonna bring you some stuff. Now what it brings you it depends on your level of faith. Did anybody get that besides me? Come on let me go and get you out of here. Let me go and get you out of here because I, I feel a little preachy this morning. Jesus says so we got we got Savior's frustration. Then he then he says and he says I wanna, make, I wanna make sure I got this right. I wanna make sure I got this right. Then he says he now start having this dialogue with the father, and I'm gonna take my time right through here. Then I'm gonna holler one time in F. That's too high. There it is right there. That that's what your family went off on, Sandra, right there. That that part right there. They just lost it. They just and they they don't know. We you know, we don't have no issues. You know, we we trying to save for a building, so sometimes we can't put nobody up, but yeah, we can do that right there though. We can hit that. And so so here it is. Listen to what I'm about to say to you. I'ma holler in F one time and then we're gonna go. Listen very carefully it's, the, it's this, this, this deep conversation this father Jesus has with his father and this is where the shaky faith comes in because now that Jesus is finished going off on the disciples we'll, we'll deal with y'all later he now talks to the father the one whose son has got the issue because you know you can't spend all your time dealing with folk who ain't believing you gotta talk to folk with real issues come <laughs> on Talk to folk with real issues. So sometimes when God is quiet, it's because you ain't got no real issue. Go back. Sometimes when he's quiet, you ain't got no real issue. You praying about something that ain't his to handle. My bad. I promise y'all I just got that right there. You're talking to God about an issue that it ain't his to handle. It's yours. Some stuff you will need God's help with. Because it's your issue. How are you going to ask God? When they're at the, the gravesite of Lazarus, Jesus says, basically, my job is to wake up the dead man. Your job is to move the stone. I'm not going to move the stone and wake up the dead man. Can I shout you? Let, let me let me shout you, and I'm going with, with, with the current story I'm on. If he says, roll away the stone, doesn't matter how heavy the stone the stone is he literally just spoke strength to you to move the stone yeah. Yeah. Hear the neighbor tell him you stronger than what you think You're... you, what you think. <sighs> and so and so, so so what he does so what he does is so what he does so he now turns his attention y'all I need y'all to get this I need y'all to get this this so l- listen when I'm studying you know that whole give us this day our daily bread the sermon is done on Friday, Saturday. But then the daily bread is that thing I get, like when I get up in, on Sunday morning, I'm getting ready, I'm making my coffee, whatever. It's that thing God dropped Sunday that he didn't put in the note Saturday. So I got this this morning. I'm, I'm outside shoveling, making sure we got a path and uh, I not half kill myself. Make sure y'all don't half kill yourself. And so and I, so I literally got this this morning. So I'm going to slow walk this and then I'm going to get on out of here. Jesus asked the father a very important question. He says, how long has this been going on? Father responds, since he was a child, stop. God said this morning, he said, I want you to make sure you tell them to stop ignoring the stuff that's been happening since they were a child. don't even know how to be nice about it. It's arrogant of you to act as if childhood trauma don't exist in your life. What makes you think that some of the stuff that you're battling is new? Some of this stuff ain't new. It's been there. Yes, it it's just manifesting in a different yes. way. Yes. But you got to own the trauma. Jesus goes, I need to pinpoint the beginning of this. I'm about to prophesy and I'm going back. I'm a prophesy and I'm going back. Jesus says I need to pinpoint the beginning because that's where I'm going to start the breakthrough at. That's where I'm going to start the healing at. I'm going to start it at the beginning. If you've never read my first book, I really would like for you to get it. It ain't about the money. It's about, it, it, it's me saying, That what my problem was in high school didn't start in high school. It started when I was a kid. So I'm writing this book. Tearing up my laptop because I'm crying going. I wish somebody would have told me years ago. Have you ever thought about starting at the beginning? Somewhere. In your childhood, there was a break. You up here fighting stuff that started at seven. Okay. Since since I got your attention, let me go on and break you wide open. Promiscuity and who you are at eighteen. It's when that person touched you at seven inappropriately. When your beginning is jacked up, it jacks up everything coming after it. So you can't say, Lord, deliver the 18-year-old. No, you got to say, Lord, deliver the seven-year-old. Low self-esteem didn't happen at 30. It happened the first time somebody called you ugly. It happened the first time somebody laughed at your cockeyedness or laughed at your pop bottle glasses. That's when it happened. I'm trying to figure out why you don't like yourself. And why you got to feel like, feel like you got to use all of these things. To try to make you feel better about yourself. When it ain't who you are today that's jacked up. It's the little boy and the little girl. some of you been in some great relationships and they just couldn't get past a certain level why? because you were dating a grown kid so you wonder why so many many kids are coming up jacked up because they was raised by parents I hadn't dealt with their childhood trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, church. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I'm telling you because I've been there. Can I be vulnerable? Yeah. I wasn't raised by my mother. I love my mama. Love, love. Don't, don't, don't diminish it. And I was okay till Ned had a kid. I wasn't jealous of Tina. I was jealous of the word mama. Nothing. See, so when the kids were going, my mama got me this for Christmas, I couldn't say that. I had to settle for auntie and uncle. And as great as my childhood was, I didn't miss nothing. Let me let me clarify. I didn't miss nothing. Christmas, oh God. So when them other jokers was born, that's when I got attitude because my Christmas changed because that was a time when everything under the tree was mine all 52 gifts mine I'll be like get some popcorn get some Kool-Aid it's gonna, gonna be a while in this joint <laughs> now then Tina comes it goes from 50 something gifts to like 30 my sister is born It go down to 20 here come the twins now it's boy. you just better hope something under there But I never miss nothing. I got a new game system every single year. Right? I got the clothes I want. I missed nothing. Nothing. I missed mama. And so growing up, that did something to me. Because you had feelings of insecurity. Feelings of maybe I'm not working. Maybe maybe she didn't want to be bothered with me. So she left me on the foot. Here, you raise him. What was wrong with me? Nobody told me nothing because nobody knew. It wasn't till I got older till I said, you know what? A, this ain't even your fault. It's not that you're worthless. It was she wasn't ready. And you can't blame her lack of readiness on her. She just wasn't ready. She was 18 what you ready for kids at 18? No, you were not. So you're gonna to have to release her from that guilt. You can't love your mama and your mother. Look how y'all played me. You you can't you can't love on her, and you still holding this blame on her because now you can relate. Is anybody understanding where I'm coming from? You gotta deal with your childhood trauma. You gotta ask God. Go. To the place in my life where this hell began, and it ain't the adult. I feel you. I feel. I feel. I feel, I feel the release coming off his shoulders. It ain't the adult, and you got to be willing to be vulnerable enough before God, God, to say, "Yeah, God, I got some stuff." that happened yesteryear that for real I ain't even over Jesus said we gonna deal with that little boy today we gonna deal with the little boy so how long this has been going the father said since he was little thank God for an honest father so if I gotta talk to the men again brothers you you gotta learn to be to be honest and real we walk right here holding all the because they told us men are tough. How the hell you tough and you carrying around the weight of a broken little boy? Yeah, yeah. Ain't no toughness. Yeah. He needs to be free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your future needs
1: the little boy free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because your son needs a father that's free. Yeah. Your nephews need an uncle. That's free. Your mamas need a son that's free. So you got to take out a moment and deal with the little boy. How long has it been going on since he was little? Well, that's where I'm going. Because remember, when I came face to face with the fig tree and I wanted to curse the tree, I didn't curse the tree. I cursed it at the root. I'm going to do it again because you played me. Uh, when I cursed the tree, I cursed the tree at the root. Still nothing. When I dealt with the issue, I dealt with it at the root. When Jesus frees you, he's going to the root of the problem.
1: Your prayer is God. Deal with my stuff at the
0: preaching to you I'm not preaching arrogance it's a testimony that's what freedom look like I'm a witness to what happens when you lay yourself before
1: God and say God take my life apart and start at the root no 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 don't bless I'ma tear it up!
0: To the root. That's where we going. We going to the root. Look at your neighbor. And tell him when it happens, it's gonna happen at the root. Come on, tell somebody else when it happens. It's gonna happen at the root. When God frees you, it's gonna. To... It's gonna happen at the root. When God delivers you, it's gonna happen at the root. When God heals you, it's gonna happen at the root. When God dries up your
1: tears, it's. Going Oh God, here. Yeah. Come on, somebody throw your hands up and tell God, fix it at the root uh, Start with me. Uh, no, no, this message ain't for nobody. It's for me. Deal with this stuff in my
0: beginning. Time I come in here, y'all mess my messages up. And I can't give you half the story without giving you the rest of it. Can I just be can I can I keep it 100 with you and tell you it's going to hurt you like hell. It's going to hurt you like hell. Please understand. If you've ever had surgery? Yeah, if you've ever been cut open, the surgery is painful. But so is the recovery. And when God heals, when God delivers from the root, it's surgery. So I dare you cut off your phone for a few days and before ask you what's going on with you, I'm in surgery. He working on some stuff in me. Now, can I fast forward and shout you? Let me fast forward and shout you. When the surgery is over and the re- recovery process is done, you won't ever have to go through this again. What the Bible
1: says? The Bible says uh, that the thing you going through today, when God gets through with you, you won't ever have to go through this again. Look at your neighbor say, "Neighbor, uh, I'm coming out for good." My, uh, when I come out, I'm coming out for good.
0: That's proof the text. Israel, I want you to look behind you at the Egyptians you see coming because the Egyptians you see today you will see them no more forever Listen to me Listen to me We still good? We still alive? We good? I'm done. I didn't talk too long that's the end the story. So I got, what do I got? I got, I got, I got, I got shameful failure. Shameful failure. They couldn't fix it. Got save Savior's frustration. He mad. Oh, my shaky faith, that's where I was going. I me miss a shaky faith. Here's my part. Here's my part. And then, and then we're going to go. Here's my part. Can I can I get my part? Let me get my part. Alright, here this Here's this. Here this. Here He says, How long is it been going on? He says, since he was little. He says. This the father talking, he said. It's been going on since we since he was little. But then he said. He's so desperate. He's talking to Jesus, but he's talking to Jesus like he's still talking to the disciples. He say, If you can do anything. Desperate. I need you to have mercy on us. Jesus was done being soft. He checked him. You don't know who I am. Ain't no if I can. You have no idea the kind of power I got. If I can, I quieted a storm with just peace be still. If I can. I woke up a dead Lazarus, and he was thinking, "I'm telling my dad, dad, if I can, ask Peter's mother-in-law, her fever gone. If I can, ask the woman that was bent over. If I can, let me show you that I can. Watch, watch. I'm about to. Who, we about to be about to this church? If I can, let me show you I can. The attack says that when they brought the boy to Jesus it tore him some more if I can you see this attack that, that, that right here see this attack is different from that attack this attack he trying to kill him that attack was just letting you know that he's here They can't hear me. When your attack gets worse, that means you done got close to your breakthrough. The enemy can recognize the presence of Jesus.
1: Do it again. The enemy recognizes the presence of Jesus. Do it again. The enemy recognizes when Jesus is close and he about to fix what's going on with you. Look at your name and tell him God ain't mad.
0: Because he done reached his expiration date. I don't know who I'm preaching to. But I'm going to say it. And hope you're going to holler back at me. The thing that you attack. The thing that's attacking you. Came with an attack and an expiration date. It came with an expiration date. It came with an expiration date. In other words this attack. I don't care
1: how great. It's not going. No, look down your eye, holler. It's temporary, boo. It's temporary. The headache, temporary. The attack, temporary. The hatred, temporary. The trouble, the struggle. Somebody throw your head back and holler.
0: cannot occupy the same place at the same time and when God steps in he's
1: gonna move everything that's trying to take up room I wish you would preach to your neighbor God's about to move in your, situation. God's about to move in your house he's about to step into your bank account somebody to tell your neighbor God is moving here God is moving here and when God he start kicking stuff out
0: I'm done lazaric I find myself. studying more at home. 22 years I've been pastoring. I can probably count on both my hands how many times I wrote a sermon at home. Can I keep it 100 with you think? Because the rest of the church are gonna judge me. Because I've been preaching and I wasn't always holy. Feel me? They gonna judge me. It's okay. I ain't always been so holy. Tanya, I ain't always got it right. So you can't study in the house in the atmosphere jacked up. That's why you got to go sit in Starbucks all night. But here lately, I've been able to because I done not clean up the house. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I fixed stuff in my life because, you know, I want to be able to sit home in a, on a winter's day and make me a cup of coffee and get a sermon. To, you know, so you got to straighten out some stuff. God is moving in. That's the point. You can't have God to move in. here's the point here's the point daughter so good to see you listen it's the point Here's the point the father Jason said the realest thing I ever read in scripture it's two two real things that happened to me I mean everything in the scripture is real I'm talking about some real stuff the first one is when Nathan checked David Oh God! He tell, you, how the hell you you think this okay? You gonna kill that boy's wife? And, real, 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 real. That nigga was real. My bad. We on TV. And the next real thing is what this father said right here. Listen what he said. Jesus said, "If you can not believe." All things are possible to him that believes. The father came back and was just a hundred. I do believe. But. There's a part of me. That even on my best day. It struggles. To believe. Let me put me on the chopping block. Here's why. This is me on the chopping block because this is something I pray in private. That God don't let me mess up so bad that people don't trust you because of me. Don't let my stuff be somebody's hindrance. Because as right as I try to be, Eric, I'm a human being. I'm not Jesus. I'm not little Jesus. I'm going to mess up something. You're going to walk past me and I'm going to slip up and cuss. I ain't going to slip. I'm going to just flat out cuss. I need a real, y'all going to, y'all, y'all, y'all going to, is that too much for you? You may maybe you need to go to the Catholic Church where they don't do nothing. But still stuff, yeah, I just might cuss. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not gonna always get it right. I'm not gonna blow it. I done been through my blow it season. We are not doing that. But I ain't gonna get it right. I'm gonna mess up something. Sometimes by accident. Sometimes on on purpose. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna mess it up. So I don't want to be the cause. So this man said, "I took my son to your boys. They couldn't help." So Jesus, I believe, but there's a part of me because of your church people.
1: Because
0: of your church people, faith life, church growth, one on one. You can't afford to be petty, arrogant, acting funny, shady. Amen. First. When you in here, slide over. I'm gonna use you today. Sit down. Just the road captain, because she was already here. I'm the guest. If I don't hear from you this whole service, it's an indictment on you. It ain't my fault. You the problem. I did what I was supposed to do. Come looking for a breakthrough. You gonna hinder my breakthrough? Tell me I don't know them. I ask you to know me. At least make me welcome. This is the breakthrough place. Don't let me miss my breakthrough because you acting funny. I ain't get enough hand claps. Now, here's the big part. When you ain't here, you still represent us. Don't be out here clowning. Don't be on social media clowning. You can't say I done got my breakthrough, then you out here clowning. Mama Bev said grow us up. She wasn't just talking about me. She says... He said your boys couldn't help. So, although I believe there's a part of me that struggles to believe. Now, before I go on, I just want to make sure I'm talking to the right church. I believe, but then there's a part of me. Thank you, I needed an honest church because the rest of the saints, act like they got it all together. But here's how I know you're lying because you would have asked God for it if you really believed. So, because I believe, I asked God for what we want. I did. I said, God, we need a new building. But, God, you you, you know where we are financially. So, how about this? How about you just give it to us? What the problem is. I'm, I'm going to say it again. I said, God, we want to move in debt-free. The details is up to you. I don't I don't care how you do it. Somebody walk up to us and say, here. Some 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 church member just hit the lottery and say, Pastor, come in office. Thank you, Miss Evelyn, because the rest of them played me. You know, some some member just walk them to you and say, "We are gonna do this like Jesus. Tell no, see that you tell no man. You see that? I I, I don't know, I, I don't know how it's gonna happen, Bishop. My business done took off. I at least got the first six months. I I don't know how it's gonna happen. I don't know. That part is not up to me. I ask God for what we want. And now I'm starting to say I put a rush on it because how are we going to be coming to church worried worry about our car getting towed? No, we ain't got to worry about that, God, if we got our own lot. Last Last point is the story flipped. I'm supposed to be hollering, but y'all done took my hollering time. So I got to go. I'm sorry, friend, we'll try next week. They done took my hollering time here's how Jesus flipped the story this is why you gotta be honest about what the situation started at the bible says Jesus looked at the boy mm-hmm. and the thing that was in him was listening the thing that had taken up residence was listening oh lord it's over me yeah pretty much thou cleaned thou unclean spirit watch the words I'm, I'm going to say this and not holler. I'm going to say it and not holler. I got to change and go ready to go over here. Here it is. He says, thou unclean spirit. He says two things, and I will prophesy these two things over your life. Thing number one, come out of him. is there anything I need to say I don't think I need I think that kind of speaks for itself I'm gonna do it again come out of him can I get about five of y'all just to lay hands on your own self and just tell you say come out I don't care what it is where's it? you got to come out of here you you can't take up residence up in this life no longer you you I'm 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 commanding you come out my kids come out this marriage come out these finances come out this business come out this job I'm
1: talking about come attitude come out my behavior come out my walk come, uh, come out you done taking up residence
0: in my life for the past 30 years today i'm serving you an eviction notice i'm starting to feel my holler. look at your neighbor and tell them god said it's coming out find your another neighbor tell them god said it's coming out i said i wasn't gonna holler but i'm starting to feel my preach i need you to look at your neighbor and tell them it's coming out it can't stay another day it's coming out lord have mercy if it wasn't COVID, i would tell you to grab your neighbor's hand and pull on them and tell them you got to come up out of there you cannot allow yourself to be
1: stuck with the enemy trying to hold you So
0: I promise over your life uh, your oh god i'm starting to feel like it here i told y'all i wasn't gonna preach i want to go holler but y'all done messed around jayana i saw you back there praying i'm starting to mess myself up up here the first thing he said was come out but the second part is the part i want to leave you with and that is
1: come out and don't ever go back in no more oh! that's the part i came to tell you i need you to look at your neighbor and say neighbor
0: Come on, look at him and say, Oh neighbor. When God fixes it, it's gonna be fixed for good. You'll never cry these tears
1: again. You'll never You'll never feel like this again. This won't break you again. This won't hurt you again. These tears you cry, you won't cry no more. You won't cry these tears. Ever again this is your season of permanent breakthrough prophesy to your neighbor and say neighbor this is your season of permanent breakthrough once God fixes your finances they're gonna be fixed for good once God fixes your family they're gonna be fixed for good once God Fixes your health. Your health. Gonna be fixed for good. Once God give you your peace. It's gonna be peace for good. Once you get your happy back. You're gonna smile for good. Yeah. Somebody holler. Permanent breakthrough. I'm not going back into the thing me out of I'm going forward by faith my life will be better permanently better permanently better
0: I tell you intentional praise break intentional praise break i need somebody to help me praise god for a permanent breakthrough we got about 2 minutes and we're going to get out of here
1: through because you're not gonna have to go through this ever again Ah! pick him up and put him down in here
0: tell three people no more shaky faith. We taking God at his word. This day forward. We gonna trust God. Let the storm rise. We trust in God. Under pressure. We trust in God. If you're here. tell you I got this book on faith I've been thinking about I think I'm gonna call it I've seen a thing or two but don't nobody know they don't don't nobody know what don't nobody know what you've seen I'm talking about the testimonies you ain't told folk don't know and the part that you did tell tell you undertold it Cause you just didn't need everybody in your business, like that. you just you don't really want nobody to know just how weak you had got, just how bad it had gotten But 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 do know this? I wish I had one somebody that had just stood up and just holler. But there is a testimony that, that there is. I'm talking about a real testimony. It ain't. He woke me up this morning. It's I almost didn't get up this morning. Man, we got to get out of here. I got to go. <clears throat> let's go come on let's go who who gonna come on come on to our to our uh our, yeah to our social media audience if you're out there and you decided that although you're part of the the virtual church the e-church and you want to be a permanent member type it in um our e-church pastor pastor Sharonda will be in touch with you if you're in this building and you need to make this church your church it's real easy. Let us sit. Yep, Just cover up and just let us sit because it happens on the altar. It happens on the altar. I done turned this place into an altar when nobody here but just me and Jesus. Sometimes you got to turn your living room into an altar. Tiffany I'm just saying some stuff happened for me when I was at when I wasn't even in a church building. Sometimes you got to turn your car into an altar. Just pull over and and come on here. Just just sit here until I get my breakthrough. Hallelujah. Come on, let's get ready to go. God, we thank you for what you've done in this room today. Nothing of me. All you. God, I diminish myself so that you can shine. I don't want people walking out of here saying what Bishop did. But what God did. Thank you for meeting us where we are. Thank you for the breakthroughs. Thank you for what's been mended in this room. Thank you, God, for what's been torn down. God, we thank you for what's being done away with. God, we thank you, God, for the stuff we're not going through no more. We thank you, God, for what came out of us. And God, we thank you for what we came out of. God, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're here today to wait to our social media audience, don't forget. um, I used to be uh, giving information is there. Giving information is there. And if it's not there www.myfaithlifechurch.org That's the website, the church's website. Go down to the, the black giving button, press there, and just follow the prompts. We thank you in advance for sowing into this ministry. and have been helping us further the vision that God has given us. We honor you and we appreciate you.